0: Welcome to Live Greater, a health and wellness podcast brought to you by the University of Maryland Medical System. We put knowledge and care within reach so you have everything you need to live your life to the fullest. This podcast is sponsored by the University of Maryland Rehab Network. I'm Cheryl Martin. While it's true that good oral hygiene helps fight bad breath, did you know that there's much more to it? For instance, Keeping your mouth healthy helps keep your body healthy. Kelly Crabtree is with me to discuss why oral care is so important and what you need to do to keep your mouth healthy. Kelly is a speech-language pathologist at UM Charles Regional Medical Center. So glad to have you on, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. So what's considered good oral hygiene?
1: Good oral hygiene is when you brush your teeth, your gums, and your tongue with a toothbrush and fluoride toothpaste at least two times a day, and when brushing your teeth, you want to brush in a circular motion for at least two minutes, making sure you brush all sides of your teeth. You also want to floss in between each of your teeth, and for patients who are sick, we actually recommend brushing three to four times a day, especially after meals.
0: Wow. How many of us do this, Kelly?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think people maybe don't put as much stock into it and think it might not be worth that extra time, at least maybe not the second time in the day. I think most people probably do it at least once a day, but that second time a day will really make a difference.
0: Well, I'm glad you're on so you can tell us why is good oral hygiene so important following the regimen that you just mentioned?
1: So good oral hygiene might not seem like such a big deal. Sure, it helps us not have such bad breath and it might brighten our smile, but it's really important for our overall health. For example, good oral care can prevent decaying teeth and gum disease, but the benefits of good oral care extend far beyond just inside our mouths. Good oral care is linked to preventing infection and disease throughout our body.
0: Wow. So is it necessary to do oral hygiene if you don't have any teeth?
1: That's actually a great question. So you might think, I don't need to brush my teeth if I'm missing most or all of my teeth. But even people who don't have any teeth should still be doing good oral care twice a day. And that includes using a toothbrush and toothpaste and brushing your gums, your tongue, the roof of your mouth. That bad bacteria that grows in our mouth doesn't just grow on our teeth or in between our teeth, but it grows on all of those surfaces. So brushing your teeth or brushing your gums, if you don't have teeth, is really important. And then a lot of our listeners might have dentures, and that's kind of a little bit different. They want to remove their dentures twice a day, soak them in water with a denture solution, and then brush their gums, their tongue, and the roof of their mouth. And then they want to brush their dentures. But the trick is a lot of dentures you don't want to use toothpaste on. You just want to use a soft bristle toothbrush with warm water because toothpaste can damage some
0: dentures. So that's something that the person needs to ask the dentist? Yes. Now, you've talked about why good oral hygiene is so important. Give some examples of how bad oral hygiene can affect us.
1: So bad oral care can lead to an imbalance of the bacteria that lives within our mouths, and this can snowball into much more serious health issues. So when there's too much of the bad bacteria in our mouths, it can travel to other parts of our body, either via the bloodstream or our saliva. So, for example, bacteria can enter the bloodstream along the gum line or any other areas in our mouth or throat that might have open scratches or sores, and then it can travel via the bloodstream to other organs like our heart, and these organs aren't all built to handle the bacteria that's in our mouth. So, for example, if it gets to your heart, it can cause an infection like endocarditis, which is an infection of the inner lining of the heart chambers and the valves, And then this infection can lead to much more serious complications.
0: Wow. I don't think a lot of us realize why good oral hygiene is so important. I'm glad we're having this conversation because it seems like the mouth and your teeth, they are really the gateway to much more serious problems.
1: Yes. And of course, we all want to have a nice smile, and we don't want our breath to smell bad. But really, none of us want to get these infections that can lead to hospitalizations and increased medical costs, and they can make people really sick. So it's a pretty big deal.
0: Now, you mentioned saliva. Delve more into that in terms of why saliva is so important.
1: So saliva actually has quite a few jobs, and a lot of them we might not even think of when we think of our saliva. So first of all, saliva is the beginning process of digestion. So when you're chewing, saliva is mixing with the food you're chewing to help break it down. And it also moistens the food that you're eating so that it can travel from your mouth to your stomach a little bit more easily. And saliva is also really important for spreading those chemicals in our food along our tongue so they reach the different taste buds. And this is what helps us taste the different flavors of what we're eating and drinking, which I don't know about everyone else, but is something I really enjoy. So that's an important role. But saliva also really plays a big role in oral hygiene. So when you have a healthy amount of saliva, the tissue in your mouth is well hydrated. And this helps keep a balance of good bacteria and bad bacteria. But if your mouth is too dry, or if you have too much saliva, that causes that bad bacteria to overgrow. Saliva also helps protect your teeth from decay by neutralizing the acid or the pH levels that would break down your enamel.
0: So, Kelly, is there anything we can do? You mentioned too much or not enough or dry. Can a person do anything to make sure they have the proper amount of saliva?
1: So sometimes people might have what you would call a dry mouth. This can be the result of medications they're taking or medical conditions they have. If they've had head and neck cancer and they've had radiation, that a lot of times will cause dry mouth. So there's different mouth washes and sprays like biotene that can help increase the saliva production. And then if someone has too much saliva There's medications that can reduce how much saliva you have. They have patches that you can put on the back behind your ears that kind of dry up your saliva. But there's also medications that your doctor can prescribe if they think it's appropriate to lessen the saliva.
0: Now, why are speech-language pathologists like you such advocates for good oral care?
1: So, as a speech language pathologist, I spend a lot of time working with patients in the hospital who are having trouble swallowing. I know that's not consistent with the name speech language pathologist, but it's a large portion of what we do, especially those of us working in the medical field. So, when someone has trouble swallowing, whether it be their saliva, food, or liquid, they're not able to protect their airway when they swallow. And this can lead to food or liquid or saliva going down the wrong way into their airway, which eventually works its way into their lungs. And this is called aspiration. Even healthy adults like you or I, we aspirate every once in a while. I'm sure you can think of a time something might have gone down the wrong way. And that happens, and that's fine. But if someone's aspirating frequently or in large amounts, it's going to start to turn into a little bit of a bigger issue because that bad oral bacteria that we talked about earlier is latching onto your saliva or the food or liquid you're eating and drinking, and if you're aspirating, that bad bacteria is getting into your lungs, and your lungs are not built like your stomach. Your stomach is built to handle that bacteria, but your lungs, the tissue that they're made of is not meant for that bacteria, and that can lead to an aspiration ammonia, and that will cause trouble with breathing, and it can make people septic, so that's a huge issue. That we see in the populations we work with.
0: Hmm. Kelly, is there anything else you'd like to add or tell us about oral care and the benefits of great oral care?
1: I just want to remind all of our listeners not to overlook the simple act of doing good oral care for just a few minutes every day because it can really save your life.
0: Well, you have definitely given us some powerful reasons as to why we need to practice good oral hygiene and not just brush our teeth once a day. Yes. So that was Kelly Crabtree, a speech-language pathologist at UM Charles Regional Medical Center. And again, thanks for sharing those great benefits of good oral hygiene.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: This episode of Live Greater is sponsored by the University of Maryland Rehabilitation Network. Offering a full range of physical rehabilitation services, the UM Rehab Network brings together a committed team of experts from across Maryland to help patients recover from illness or injury, such as stroke, joint replacement, or traumatic injury. The University of Maryland Rehabilitation Network bringing world-class comprehensive rehabilitation services directly to your neighborhood. You can find more shows just like this one at umms.org slash podcast. That's umms.org slash podcast. Thank you for listening to Live Greater, a health and wellness podcast brought to you by the University of Maryland Medical System. We look forward to you joining us again.